The Kramer Show is coming up. But first, we wanted to take a minute to ask you to get off your fat, disgusting, lazy asses and head on over to our Patreon website, where we are allowing you to give us money. That's right, we love money, and this allows you to give us lots of it. The Kramer Show kicks ass, and he deserves to suck some of those hard-earned dollars out of your pockets. Yes, yes, he will likely use those funds on hookers, blow, and the occasional titty dance. It's easy to do. Head over to KramerShow.net and click the Patreon button. And before you know it, you'll be on your way to having less dough in your PayPal account. We thank you from the bottom of our plums. They even tingle a little. That's nice. Okay, buckle in. Here comes Satan himself, Kramer. Please enter your destination. Enter a destination. Destination. Welcome, Kramer Show Online. This is the unedited, not safe for work, Kramer Show Online. We say fuck a lot. Fuck, 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 fuck. What is going on here? The Kramer Show Online. The Kramer Show Online. The Kramer Show Online. Welcome. Uh, I'm back on a diet again. Uh, I had uh, I was on a diet for a couple of months, lost a lot of weight, and for whatever reason, got off of it, um, gained some weight back, and so I'm back on a diet again today, so I'm probably a little more irritable uh, than even normal. Um, there's so much shit going on in politics. By the way, uh, tomorrow I'm going to do another show uh, with um, J2, um, who used to be the pro- he used to be the producer of the show. Uh, when I was on in Detroit doing talk radio and, um, he, uh, you know, I did a, I I just, I just ate some peanuts right before I came on the air. I probably shouldn't have done that. Anyway, Jason used to be the producer of the show and he's going to come on the air and do a show with me tomorrow. Um, and I miss doing shows with him. He makes me laugh. So, uh, it'll be, there'll be two shows, uh, in a row, one today, one tomorrow. And they, (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> and that's just, isn't that sweet? Isn't that neato? So Friday night I get home, and I notice uh, all the, the commotion going on in Chicago. And I'm like, oh, fuck, what is it now? And so I kind of watch it unravel. And I see fist fights. I see the dude go on stage. There's a fist fight up there. And it's just complete chaos. And at this point, as I'm watching it, we don't know what's about to happen. It looks... Like the whole place is going to go up in flames and it's going to be like a race riot. You know, we don't, we don't know. It just, it looks fucked up. So I got to tell you, I'm really surprised and really shocked that more did not happen uh, or come out of that. Because at one point, the cops all left. Uh, at the height of the thing, the cops were all in a row going up out of the, out of this, you know, the, the place. And I was like, holy shit, even the cops said, see ya. So eventually, uh, as we know now, they, they, they all came back in and they got a hold of the situation and Donald Trump canceled um, that rally in Chicago. And uh, it, it, you know, and he's been defending it as what a great decision, et cetera. It, it really, it wasn't a great decision. I mean, if you call not going into that, arena to do that rally 
on that night a good decision, then you're fucking half retarded. No one would do that. No one. But he was out, he's been on TV all fucking weekend. I, it was a great decision. I made a great decision. We all came to the conclusion that we don't want anybody to get hurt, so we made the great decision not to do the round. Now, look, you're you I hate Donald Trump, okay? I do. With every fiber in me. Um, if I had to classify myself politically, I would be Republican moderate. You know, I would be just a little if if we were right in the middle, I would be a little bit on the right. I mean, if you just had to pin me down and say, what are you? That's me. I would be a Republican. I wouldn't be happy about it, but I'm more of a moderate than anything. Okay? And so that is me telling you I fucking hate everything about Donald Trump. Everything. But I don't blame him for what happened on Friday night. I don't blame Donald Trump for uh the violence that's been going on at all you know at many of his rallies it's not his fault you know donald trump has never except for the one time the the one clip of him saying uh you know i wish i could punch that guy in the face well if i said that every time i thought it during the fucking course of the day people would label me as the devil because i want to punch people in the fucking face all the time and if we could punch people in the face just for saying dumb shit, Donald would have been punched a long time ago. Let me let me say this. If you go to a place looking for a fight, chances are you're going to get a fight. If you show up as a protester at a Donald Trump rally and you flip everybody off and you tell people to go fuck themselves, chances are whether you're at a Donald Trump rally or church, if you do that, you're going to piss somebody off. So the media has just centered, laser-focused in on this whole thing. And i got to tell you, there's a lot to hate about Donald Trump. There are a lot of inconsistencies. Hell, everything he says is an inconsistency at this point. There's a lot there to fuck with. Um, I don't think... Pointing out the you know the low hanging fruit and portraying him as this demonic evil violence pusher uh, is necessarily the one that's going to win because you know what um, people th- that are his supporters look at that and they go damn right you're goddamn right we kick some ass and we're going to continue kicking some ass do you know. <clears throat> Um, let me pull. I'm going to try to pull this up because this this wasn't on my agenda to talk about on the show today. But I'm going to pull this up. There is a group of people that are going to be like the um, they're going to go to every rally that he has that Donald Trump has, and they're going to basically be a militia. It's basically the Trump fucking militia. Let me read this to you. Following scuffles at a Trump rally in Chicago on Friday, and hours after a man attempted to charge the stage in Ohio. A Twitter account appeared announcing the uh, the formation of a volunteer group to protect Trump supporters from violent far-left agitators. Things got tense again at a Trump rally in Kansas City on Saturday night, and the, as the GOP frontrunner's arrival uh, uh, prompted heated response from a crowd of protesters. So, okay, uh, that will happen. 
he will have his group, and I, I was thinking about it over the weekend. I was like, I'm surprised that they haven't really formed some kind of coalition, some kind of militia, you know, to go in there and be the the standard because that's what it is. It's it's becoming a push shove situation. Um, it's not a black and white situation. Don't get it fucked up. MoveOn.org is the one who got this rally together uh, in Chicago. And I'm sure that one is coming up where they're probably they're probably saying, wow, we, we did that one. We can do another. Don't know where that will be. Um, I don't have the Trump schedule in front of me, but I know that he was in North Carolina today sitting on a sofa on a stage um, or some kind of chair with uh, Chris Christie which for, for whatever reason, Chris Christie has become his, his best butt buddy. If there's ever been a politician in the history of politics that has jumped a shark, it is fucking Chris Christie. I mean, this guy, I, I mean, I, I, I don't even know where to begin. And something tells me that Chris Christie, if Donald Trump uh, is the nominee, that he's going he's gonna to want VP stripes for Chris Christie. That's what I'm, I'm seeing. As I said, there are a ton of things to look at Donald Trump and criticize, uh, saying that you know that that he wants riots and all that. All you're doing is adding fuel to that fire. Eventually, something is going to erupt. How it can't, I don't know. Where uh, one side clashes with the other, and it's an all-out brawl. At some point, you know, and I know that's going to happen. Folks, we live in a society where we're not, it's an election year. We've had a shitty 10, we've had a shitty decade. We really have had a very shitty decade. Not only a decade, but we can go back to, you know, I forget how old I am. Let's go back to the year 2001, the year of 9-11. Since then, this country has been in absolute turmoil. The last time that I can remember this country coming together in any fashion was the couple of weeks after 9-11. After that, we were unified. We had a reason to be unified. I've never felt that way before. Every person you met was your brother. Every, everybody was ready. We were, we were a coalition. We were united like a mother fucker and i don't care who you are what country you're in on your on your best day you could not top us at that moment but we got away from that very very quickly and over the course of the last 16 or 15 years i've noticed we have become i was talking to my wife over the weekend about this i said do you ever look around and notice how everything has fucking changed in the past 20 years and my wife goes yeah you know it's like when we were young, when we were kids, people got along. You know, people weren't so weird looking. We live in a world now where everything that was up is down. Everything that's down is up. We we are we are not a united country. We are the most um separate separated country we've ever been, at least in my member remembrance. And all Donald Trump is doing is unifying of a subgroup of people. It's not the whole country that is uniting. It's just a base of people. Now, I don't know 
how many people, um, when you say Donald Trump's base, I don't know what that means. I don't know how many people that is. But I know that those are the very, it's like being a radio host. You have a, a very small amount of people that are your most vocal, um, diehard fans. They'll do anything for you. If anybody says anything bad about you, they'll, they'll come in there and they'll be like, fuck you, dickhead. They're that type of, type of, of person. It's the same kind of thing, but it's on a bigger level. You know, he uh, the appeal of Donald Trump is that he's a businessman, he's made billions, and he's going to take this country back around, and he's going to spread the wealth, and, uh, and it's going to be great. You know, that's the, that's the general message that everybody gets from him. And then the second thing is, he's a no-bullshit guy. He says it like it is. And I fell for it, too, in the beginning. When Donald Trump came out, I said the same shit. I said, Donald Trump is against political correctness, which I am. I fucking hate anything politically correct. But that's like the, that's the most walking, that's the most, that's the most glaring cliche ever is that Donald Trump is against anything politically correct. He made his billions of dollars being politically correct. He made his billions of dollars by sucking off the teat of any politician that would pull out their dicks. He sucked those dicks. He sucked them and sucked them and sucked them and sucked them. It, it didn't matter if they were red. It didn't matter if they were blue. It didn't matter if they were big. If they wanted him to take a little bit, you know, an extra in the ass, Donald Trump bent over. That is how Donald Trump made his fucking money. He's telling everybody what they wanted to hear. Do you think that he wants to be president and all of a sudden he turned that off and he he doesn't want to tell everybody what he wants to, what they want to hear he just wants to tell everybody what's on his mind cuz he really cares about the fucking country stop it people are retarded man i mean i watch these these rallies donald trump says the same fucking t- uh, talking points over and over and over again and I'm like, how much longer can this go? And then just when you think, okay, well, the ratings are good. His ratings are somehow going to dip. Nope. Boom. They go right back up. He's like, you know, 50% now. And here's the, the other part. It's about to happen. He's about to be the nominee. And tomorrow is huge. I don't know. Uh, pardon the pun. Huge. But. If he wins Ohio tomorrow, it's fucking over. It's over. He will win Florida. He's going to In fact, Marco Rubio is is third in Florida right now polling wise. It's Trump and it's Cruz, which I'll get to in a second. Holy fuck, I, I got to tell you something about Cruz. But and then Marco Rubio, it's his home fucking state. When you can't even get close to winning your home state, you are fucking pathetic. Pathetic. It's like um, it's it's like a fucking it's like a uh, insane clown posse, uh, festival. Have you noticed that? All these people, you know, the guy that 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 um. Yeah, hell yeah, I'd do it again. Finally, he got arrested. That guy who who uh, uh, elbowed the guy in the fucking teeth. But again, let me say, if you want to fight and you show up looking for one and you get one, don't blame everybody else. You can't blame Donald Trump for that shit. You know, you show up uh, at a Donald Trump rally. Uh, that's a Donald 
Trump rally. It's for people who want to vote for him for the president of the country or are thinking about it. So if you show up and you say, hey, fuck Donald Trump, and then you point your middle finger at someone and say, fuck you, what do you think is going to happen? Why is everybody surprised by that? Well, because Donald Trump really could stop it. Do you fucking think that Donald Trump could stop violence? Is it here's is it Donald Trump's responsibility to make sure that no one throws a punch at one of his rallies? Fuck that. Get out of here. And that's coming from a guy who wants to bean him. I want to I mean, you know, really, I I, I don't like the guy. I, I, I want to take a, sh- a shot at him uh, all day long. I don't want him to be the president. I think he's an idiot. I think he's a tool. I think he's a fucking rampant, narcissistic douchebag who lucked himself into a business uh, and now has parlayed that into a career uh, of entertainment, of insane proportions. And I want to take a shot at him every fucking day, but I can't sit here and justifiably say that, yeah, Donald Trump should be able to control those people, and it's Donald Trump's responsibility to make sure that no one you know, throws fists at one of his rallies. No, that's not, that's not right. Fuck that. Where's the other thing? Uh, where am I on time? Nah, I'm fine. Let me get a drink of uh, water here. Hold on. I ate some uh, some uh, Cajun chicken breast for for uh, lunch, and it's it's really hot, and it must have had a lot of sodium in it because holy fuck, I am so thirsty. Jesus. All right, so um, depending on where you go to read polls, it looks like um, it's really neck and neck in Ohio between Donald Trump and uh, Ted Cruz, um, or I'm sorry, John Kasich. <clears throat> now, now um, there is there's a couple of different things about Kasich. Uh, one is that he is all about amnesty. And how that's not being played in the, in the media, why it's not being played in the media, I guess we'll just have to come to our own conclusions. My thoughts are that everybody, everybody, no matter what side of the the deal you're on, uh, you just don't want fucking Donald Trump uh, to win, all right? So when something like this comes out against uh, John Kasich, well, if you're a media outlet, you just, you just you know, keep that shit on the down low. And I don't know where we found this today, but this is a, this is eight or nine. No, it's ten different talking points as to why John Kasich is for amnesty, okay? Number one, uh, illegal immigrants are a critical part of our society, he said. He said, God bless illegal immigrants. Number two, he said, I couldn't imagine enforcing our current immigration laws. That's not the kind of values that we believe in. Number three, Kasich likened deporting the illegal population to Japanese internment camps. Number four, illegal immigrants are some of the hardest working, God fearing, family oriented people you can ever you can ever meet. <clears throat> it says Newsmax reported in August when a New Hampshire town hall attendee asked Kasich about illegal immigration and the burden uh, and the burden illegal immigrants place upon the nation. Kasich dismissed the voters' concerns. A lot of these people who are here are some of the hardest-working, God-fearing, family-oriented people you can ever meet. 
Number five, allowing ICE officers to do their jobs is not humane. Number six, America can't deport illegal immigrants because they are made in the image of the Lord. Number seven, Kasich has called for implementing an open border style policy where workers can come and go as they please. He said that on Fox News in July. Not one person has been talking about it. Number eight, Kasich would enact amnesty within his first 100 days. He said for the 11 and a half million who are here, then in my view, if they have not committed a crime uh, since they've been here, they get a path to legalization. Number nine, America, America shouldn't address ending birthright citizenship because it's dividing people. And number 10, illegal immigrants should be allowed to stay because they're here. Well, hey, you made it here. So congratulations. You know, you, you deserve a big old party. All right, so the other thing is um, Ted Cruz. I don't know if you have seen this, uh, and it, but again, this is one of those things where it really, it really um, is not out there. It's a video of a pastor who is bringing on Ted Cruz at one of his rallies, and listen to what he says. Do we have this ready to go, Gene? Not. I'm not rounding up to the nearest scary thing. It really was a kill the gays call to arms. Listen to this guy. This was a conference about the necessity of the death penalty as a punishment for homosexuality. Yes, Leviticus 2013 calls for the death penalty for homosexuals. Yes, Romans chapter 1 verse 32, the Apostle Paul does say that homosexuals are worthy of death his words not mine and i am not ashamed of the gospel of jesus christ and i am not ashamed of the truth of the word of god and i am willing to go to jail now my friends let me introduce to you the next candidate for the office of president of the united states Folks, please make welcome Senator Ted Cruz. Okay, so here we go. We have Marco Rubio. We have Ted Cruz, who is being brought on by a pastor uh, who says that uh, gays should be killed. And he goes on to say, you know, hey, if I got to go to jail, then I got to go to jail. But, you know, the Bible in Leviticus, it says that all gays, you know, should die. We've got him. We've got John Kasich, who wants to leave our borders wide open and he says that if you're an illegal immigrant and you made it here well then god bless you you deserve part of the american dream that's right if you wandered uh, to america bless your heart out in the the hot hot sun and you made it here alive then uh, you deserve to stay here all 60 million have you noticed by the way just as a um and a, a little blurb here uh, we have been under the impression that we have 11 million illegal immigrants here for the past 25 to 30 years. That number has not changed. So you're telling me that we've just taken them all in, whoever wanted to come over here, and then that's the ending number? Number, no. We have more like probably 40 to 60 million illegal immigrants in this country. Fuck 11 million. It's worse than, than they are letting on. It's worse than uh, the number that you've heard. So we got, uh, we got him, uh, Kasich, Cruz, or Donald 
Trump. That on the Republican side are the four remaining candidates. Are you fucking kidding me? God bless America. The Kramer Show podcast. What's going on in there? Have a comment? Call the voicemail. 419-777-1121. This is The Kramer Show. This is simple. Join us or pursue your present course and face obliteration. 